0: Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is Intimate and Interactive with Adam Weber, our 2018-2019 Tour Champion and two-time Player of the Year. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. It's the first experience we've, uh, we've attempted doing a, uh, an interview like this, so I uh, appreciate you coming and joining
1: us. No, I definitely appreciate the opportunity.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to start off with, uh, we're going to lift off some of, the, uh, some of Adam's accomplishments. Uh, Adam's uh, been a player in the game, and uh, been a figurehead in the game for uh, the last number of years, and pretty much his whole adult life. So uh, I'm going to rattle off some accomplishments from Adam, and then we're going we're to dive into some interview questions, maybe some tough questions, and whatnot. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <I> look forward <laughs> yeah. to it. All right. So obviously, uh, Adam is the uh, uh, Tour Champion this year. Uh, he's a two-time Player of the Year. Uh, for the WCBT. WCBT's only been in the uh, four years, so Adam's been player of the year two out of the four years. Uh, Adam is the autumn open champion in 06, 08, 09, and 011. He's a Canadian singles champion in 2007. He's the 2009 masters national champion, 2011 Canadian men's team champion and Alberta open singles champion, Uh, 2017 Canadian men's team gold, 2017 TPC at Sherwood Champion, 2018 Alberta Singles Champion, 2018 Player of the Year, as I already mentioned, 2018 Canadian Singles Champion as well, 2019 Player of the Year, 2019 Open Men's Team Gold and Singles for the last year. So awesome list of wow. accomplishments, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, a real fun ride, uh, especially the last couple of years, kind of getting back into uh, into the swing of things and. Uh, just seeing the growth of the tour itself, I think it's kind of you know lit a, a bit of more of a fire, and uh, yeah, it just makes me want to you know get better and you know keep keep playing at a at a high high level.
0: Because it seemed to me like there was a spot, I'd probably say about five years ago, where you're talking about retirement <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Um Has the tour helped you kind of kind of give him a little more life back into your game and like kind of helped you move forward and just? Just kind of give you that next level type of type of step that you're looking for.
1: Uh, Absolutely, you know, it's uh, I've accomplished a lot in my career so far, so I'm always trying to find motivation, right? And uh, you know, having the opportunity to 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 get on the 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 tour, right, which was uh, you know a concept that a lot of people had talked about for a lot of years, and now just seeing it come to fruition, and you know, really, you know, giving that sense of, of, of Accomplishment at a greater level. Uh, Everybody's wanted to be on TV. Everybody wants to be on live streams and things like that. uh, You know, kind of during my heyday, and you know, called mid 2000s, late 2000s. um, That was all kind of gone along the wayside. So being able to actually see this type of a, an idea come to fruition, and you know have that opportunity to to kind of relive like the glory days, uh, it just kind of yeah, it, it gives that that little bit of fire, and uh, really wanted to to get back on tour, wanted to make my name back on tour again, um, and, and go out there and accomplish some things that I hadn't accomplished yet.
0: So I think uh, like on a professional standpoint, I think bowling got to a certain point where we were kind of plateauing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've won Canadian championships and masters and open and, and done all these things. Yeah. And I, me personally, I think that's why the WCBT was created was to create like a, a next level thing, a professional sport, because mm-hmm. we want to be right there with the PBA and hey, we want to be like uh, the NHL and we want to be recognized as a sport. And I, th- me personally, I think that's the next level that bowling needed, and it's given guys like us that have had a, a lot of accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And hey, we can always win. We always love winning golds, Correct. but as a professional side of things and getting recognition throughout Canada, I think that was why the WCBT was created mm-hmm. to give guys like yourself an opportunity to to go to that next level. It,
1: it's kind of like a second life, right? Like hey, we we, we had this opportunity and. Uh, you know, it, just as TSNs and CBCs were, were you know, kind of coming, you know, down from, from their highs, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, it's like an empty space, right? So, yeah, we're, we're, we're playing Nationals, we're winning Nationals, and uh, it's not necessarily an accomplishment thing uh, it, or a recognition thing. I, I don't think that that's necessarily what the, the goal was at that point, uh, but you always want more, right? And uh, it, uh, if you're stagnant in this game, you're going to remain stagnant, and if you're not... Goal thinking and, and looking to the future—you're always going to remain at that past level, All right? So to have an opportunity to see something new that was out there, and then really start to get that—that uh, that feel that you wanted to be a part of it, and really wanted to to, to help grow that part of it—it um, it really gave me something else to to look forward to, and and really go out there and try to try to you know accomplish some some of those goals again.
0: Alright, so Adam obviously if you had a, you've had a successful year this year, um, we're playing at a lot of different bowling centers and you've been really relatively consistent throughout the whole last few years anyway, how do you stay consistent from one place to the next, from one tournament to the next, how do you, what, what, what's your mindset or what, and obviously we're gonna probably touch on a bunch of mental, mental side things throughout mm-hmm. this uh, interview here but uh, what, what are your kind of thoughts on that?
1: i i think it's just a consistency factor right so uh my thought process going into any tournament's all always kind of the same right it's um I'm slightly superstitious so you start with kind of the superstitious things getting up and you know, you're typically wearing the same type of clothes or uh, the same socks or some, something that, that just has that, that consistency factor. And then a lot of times, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll drive there uh, to, to the lanes, uh, you'll listen to a certain type of music, and you're just trying to get into a bit of a, a mental zone at that point, right? Um, and, and then you know, once you get to, into the lanes, so you say your hellos and do all that stuff, and then all of a sudden you get to the lanes, and now it's, you know, it's tournament time. Right, And you flip that switch and, and you go do the things that you're there to accomplish. And uh, you know take those first couple of slides, make sure that, that you're confident with your slider, um, and then just go out there, throw some practice balls, and just get a feel for it. But it, it, to, to me, it's just nothing changes from tournament to tournament. Uh, uh, you go from a synthetic center to a wood center, really there's no change until you actually get to the lane. So uh, have that, that same routine, as you get to the lanes uh kind of sets you up for success and then just knowing that you're just going to play another event um and then that that's kind of your base until you actually can get into into the heart of it
0: yeah i i would agree too cuz uh we've always talked about bowling being kind of a muscle memory type sport mm-hmm. and a consistency consistency type sport and and keeping the same routine and keeping the same methodology and same practices going forward I, mm-hmm. I agree I, I would think when I was playing well too as I, I I kept those consistent routines whether, it, whether it's music or whether it's how you talk to people mm-hmm. or when you when you get down into those practice lanes and when you turn that switch on to be like okay now now it's bowling time correct so I totally agree like uh, it's all about muscle memory it's all about repetition and trying to do the same things I mean when you're a good player like all the good players should probably be able to play well at all the all the centers mm-hmm. and all the events, as long as their mind is right and they're going in with a with a clear mind. So yeah, I, I think
1: the biggest thing is not to overthink it, right? A, a lot of you know, call, I don't know, really want to call them inexperienced players, but kind of new to maybe a particular center uh, or you know coming to the WCBT. Now now it's it's they they overthink what the event is. Um, just go out there and just play the sport that you're out there to play right and and then you know kind of take that all into the experience factor uh, and then at that point you can start building that that experience repertoire and so next time you're in that that position it it doesn't affect you at all but I I, I think a lot of people overthink uh, going into one of these type of events yeah
0: it's like a it's like a Mm -hmm. results-based thought process and uh, we're all guilty of it for sure but I've always said and then listening to your guys' podcasts and with the Five Pin Universe podcast and stuff is like, uh, yeah, we focus on results and that's what we want to do. But w- we're, we need to f- narrow that down a little bit and focus on how to get those results. Mm-hmm. Because results are something you can't control. It could be a lane thing. It could be conditions. Mm-hmm. But what we can control is the things that we can do. We can do the same thing over and over. We can have the same consistent results and can't, the same consistent approach and mm-hmm. things. And, and that will result in the good things. Correct. So I think as bowlers, we sometimes we tend to think about, uh, hey, yeah, I want to win the tournament. Yeah. But hey, no, maybe what do I do? What, what, am I, what do I physically need to do in order to win, in order to bowl good? Mm-hmm. And then maybe the results will come after that. So mm-hmm. that's a good example of... Uh, how Adam will consistently do the same things over and over again, and you can kind of see the results. So, there's a good thing for people to look at too is like maybe de-
1: develop your own routine and things like that. Yeah, everything's about routine. Right, if, uh, if, if you're struggling in a match, all of a sudden, uh, or you have a, a big triple, a big four bagger, you know we need the next one, heart's starting to race already. And uh, you get up there, and all of a sudden, things change. But if you can just remember to go back into that routine and have that kind of normalcy level it should at least pull you back or rein you back where at least you can execute that shot to the best of your ability. Uh, it may not always work out, but that routine and just being able to think about that routine to get back into that moment, uh, at least it should you know, take some of those factors out. Um, routine in, in all sport, not just bowling. Um, uh, all the professional athletes all around the world. Golf is golf, golf is probably the biggest one, right? It's uh, the setup is, is very similar. Um, they, they they go through whatever the. Uh, you know, the, 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 the shot look, um, the, the, the setup of the actual ball. Um, the, the, it's all about that feel in that moment. And then once they're ready, once they're mentally ready to go, they'll execute that shot. And I, I think that's one thing that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people kind of have uh, some ill will against uh, my routine, uh, but it doesn't change. Um, yeah, sometimes it gets a little bit lengthier. Um, so once I start getting into like a mental zone, uh, you know, I get some, sh- some shoulder uh, uh, drags and things like that kind of going. And um, it, it, it's just part of that routine. And once the routine's there, the execution just comes from it.
0: Yeah, That leads me into the next thing is, as a bowler, we all have our own routines. You have your routine, I have my routine. But stick within your routine. Don't let others ever affect your routine. Yeah, I know you get the gears about your pace and whatever. Yeah. But I think in the grand tournament of the tournament you throw way less balls than anybody anyway. And for a guy like me, some maybe sometimes I do let other people's uh, routines affect my own. Uh, maybe I just I go up there and throw balls too quick sometimes because mm. I'm worried about the pace of play of the tournament because I'm part of the WCBT yeah, and helping yeah. the tournaments and stuff. But as a bowler in a mental game, it's one of those things where you... You can't let other people you got to stay within yourself and do your own game so i applaud you for that i know you get the gears and that's the way it is but (laughs) i've accepted it (laughs) we we all understand we like giving you the gears but we all understand why you are the way you are Mm -hmm. and how you need to be and that's okay and you play well and yeah, you're throwing buck thirties. We might have a different conversation. <laughs> but uh,
1: I'm, I'm probably throwing the second and third balls pretty quick in a buck thirty, right? So <laughs> yeah, and obviously that
0: doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. Uh, the, the next guy. If he stands up there too long, he's going to have all this stuff going around in his head and that's not for him. He needs to just get up there, set and go. Correct. You need to take a deep breaths and concentrate and, and that works for your game. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's just to show everybody that uh,
0: it depends on your game and what works
1: for yeah, you. It, right? It's so unique, right? All, all the tour players that, that are achieving so much success now, they, everybody's different. Right there, there's nobody that has the identical shot to another, and uh, the routines should also vary towards that individual player. And there, there's nothing wrong with that, right? And quite frankly, there's slower guys out there than me, right? Uh, but the one thing I will say is I'm always ready to go. I'm at the lane all the time. I'm not that guy that's all over the place. Um, it just takes that extra little second to get me into that that spot where I feel comfortable before I go and execute a shot.
0: Hey, and that's, all, and that's totally fine. If that's what you need to do to be successful, Correct. then all the power to you. And hey, people are going to get the gears, and give the gears, <laughs> and on, on anything really, exactly. whether it's being not ready, or taking time, yeah. or whatever it is. But make sure you stay within yourself, and be yourself. And you, we all know what our game needs to be like, and how we need to be. So do what you got to do. Agreed. Yeah. All right, with the, with the Tour Championship, l- leading up to the Tour Championship, uh, obviously we kind of had some of the brackets set in stone mm-hmm. is that something that you'd look at do you kind of see who your potential matchups are going to be i know you're the player of the year so you're you had a bye after the first round mm-hmm. so you kind of have a good idea of one of the two guys you're playing Correct. is that something you look at or you, you kind of want to you know you or? have
1: to, right yeah. uh, you you want to be as prepared going into any type of match as you could be right so uh i know with uh my first match it was either tyler or Carey. Right, let's, uh, either way it was going to be an extremely difficult match right so um, then you start kind of thinking about some history in the matches and um, I haven't played Kerry very much uh, that, that I can remember and uh, but I have recently played tie a few times and uh, have been fortunate enough to come through those matches so um, I. I I think you have to be as focused as, as possible on that match. You want to be prepared. Um, I, I did like the format change uh, the, this year without the seeding round. Um, I, I quite frankly I don't think we needed that seeding round. It was almost like a, a time filler uh, previously. Yeah, that was going to um, be one of my questions. W- 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 down the w- road, which is yeah. great, right? So, um, and then you're not tired going into. The, the matches of the year. Let, let's call them what they are, right? So, um, having that that preseed, I, I I think it helped, and then eliminating that that uh, that original uh, section.
0: Yeah, I guess we could segue kind of into the. So last year we did a uh, we did a Friday night little pins mm-hmm. game, invitational type event like we do at some of the tournaments, and then yeah. this year Saturday. Um, we took out the seating round, so last year the seating round was from eight a.m. or nine a.m. till eleven, and we played six games, and then we kind of seated within the top four and from five to twelve. Correct. So this year we decided to to change it up, do the Ryder or the Gallagher Cup. My apologies, uh, do the Gallagher Cup on Friday night, and then kind of let guys have a good time Friday night, let guys sleep in, give them two hours of mm-hmm. ample practice time before they start, plus have a pre-match kind of schedule as opposed to the year before we did high seed versus low seed. Yeah. So it was kind of a con- confusing a little bit of who's gonna play who. So I thought we did a better job of maybe giving you guys some rest in the morning mm-hmm. and then actually knowing having set matchups of who's gonna play who. So I, I, I felt like we, we did okay on that and that was gonna be one of my questions down the road here is
1: like, do you feel the, the format change was better from last year to this year? I definitely preferred it. Um, the, uh, the, the, the only benefit, I guess, of the Friday night event uh, the previous years is that, that TSN pins game format at least kind of you know prepared you for the matches that were coming up in the Tour Championship. I, I think that was the only benefit to it. Um, what, uh, what accomplished this year with uh, the Gallagher Cup was nothing short of remarkable. Uh, you have uh, you know 20 of the, the best players around Canada um, having an opportunity to play on a team with many of these people that uh, you'll likely never have an opportunity unless it's this type of a format. It, it, it was a, a fun event, right? So. Um, you know the, the the captains were involved, and some of these were, were legends in our in our sport. And you know, having them, uh, you know, just watching them kind of figure out what matches they want to see, and uh, you know, interacting it, it it was just a lot of fun. And the the matches turned out phenomenal as well. Yeah, it's uh, crazy that like we're all about money right now and the cash tour yeah, and everything yeah. else. But this event,
0: other than our little side side bed or whatever (laughs) but this event was a little different in the fact that there wasn't really any money on the line but man like being in the trenches with the guys and i was fortunate enough to make the make the make it to the to the gallagher cup Mm -hmm. and uh being in the trenches like it's different it was even different than the open like you got five or six guys behind you now you had ten correct and i was nervous and i think not one person at one point in that whole thing wasn't nervous and they're because you're playing for your guys and it meant something like it really meant something and it, was,
1: it, it was I awesome. think that there was such a break in between some of the Nationals that were there and uh, obviously you know we're doing the Open Nationals in June and uh, the Masters Nationals in July if you're not playing those events uh, uh, and then you come to this type of event and, and all of a sudden you there's so much pressure on some of these shots it really bra- It certainly brought me back into that pressure moment of of a ninth or a tenth frame at a national event with a a medal on the line, right? It it really got the heart racing in in a a so-called fun event. And uh, yeah, you got 10 people behind you or nine people behind you, and uh, you don't want to let any of them down. It's it's no different than any other team event. But now all of a sudden, now there's, there's double of them. Right and and you really wanted to uh, this one especially being the first year like you, you really wanted to win the first Gallagher Cup. Right? Oh yeah, um, for sure. There, <laughs> there there was a lot of tremendous ball, bowling uh, out there uh, from some of the the, the all time greats in our sport. It, it was it was a really uh, a fun experience.
0: Well, and one of the teams was a little bit younger than the other, sure, so yeah. you had <laughs> like a Tracy Smith and Lonnie yeah. and Carrie playing with the young guys, the titgats and the Danny Correct. Bears and the Matt Harms and all that, yeah, and yeah. then. And a lot of different provinces playing with and without each other, and then the doubles and the singles and doubles and triples. I thought it was awesome. Like it was like pretty cool. I'm glad we had the the balls to actually yep. try something <laughs> like that. And and my my concern at the beginning was like, how are we going to get 20 guys to commit to this? Like right. we got people from all over. Like I understand if people don't want to travel from Manitoba to come to it or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it was just amazing that. A lot of people were on board. I know a guy like Rylan Winnie- Willier was a little farther down the line. But I was talking to his dad, and I'm like, he's got a chance to get in. And mm-hmm, he's pretty mm-hmm. pumped to get in. Tracy Smith, for example. correct. I was really pumped that she was able to come and get in, and one of the first ladies being in it. And like it, it was just awesome. So I think we're definitely going to make a couple little tweaks for next year. But yeah, uh, de- definitely
1: a few tweaks. Uh, there, there's some some definite downtime. I, yeah, I think the three-player match was but, a little long. But oh, overall, uh, what a wonderful experience. I, I haven't heard anybody n- say anything on the negative side of that event. And that, that speaks volumes into the first uh, first try at
0: it. Yeah, and even getting a couple of sponsors, jbrains.ca Correct. and uh, Innovator. Uh, Aaron Art works for that company. And getting those guys to put in the money to pay for the shirts mm-hmm. that everybody had. And that was phenomenal. And Great. that was coming down to the wire, too. <laughs> so you
1: know,
0: we really thank those companies for stepping up. Absolutely, We're always f- trying to find ways to to make it better. And sometimes money is a factor in that. But that's just the way it is. Yeah, it's, it's part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, at the Tour Championship, is there something that you really? Well, I mean, we kind of touched base on this a little bit. Is it something that you might want to tweak for next time? I know you've been two years in a row. Is there
1: something that maybe yeah. we can
0: improve on?
1: You know, what, I, I I love the style of the event. Um, I, I think there's there's some. Um, there's probably some minor tweaks that are out there. Uh, quite, quite frankly, I, I just love the event. I, I love the fact that uh, you can get uh, a pins game style of, of an event um, with that type of money on the line, and have that much pressure on a single frame or a single ball uh, from frame 1 through 10. Um, literally, you know, you, you can lose a match in the first five frames and then throw, you know, six bag or come back and win the match, right? And uh, it, it's a format that uh, I, I know a lot of people might not not Think that it's the, the, the proper format to, to have a, a true Not as champion or. Uh, or, or, or the best player I, I in that particular weekend uh, doesn't necessarily always win the, those events. Uh, but in that moment, there's so much pressure on a single ball uh, or going to clean up a, a headpin, right? And 15 is, is massive in this, right? So um, to be able to stay within yourself uh, to, to, to make sure that happens, I think is really important. But the, I, I, I love the format. And and I think that's why you know TSN was was so successful over the years. Uh, actually, funny thing is, uh, after watching some of uh, uh, of the, uh, the the previous tour championship videos, and uh, we started getting into, I saw a match with uh, with yourself, and and uh, I think it was Aaron Albliss. And uh, I the first thing I noticed is that it it was TSN, but it wasn't. The pins game
0: format. Yeah, it was all score. At right, the it was time. all
1: score. And quite frankly, it, it wasn't the same atmosphere, it wasn't the same event. So uh, for, for the WCBT to, to bring that style back, I, I think the format works. Yeah, I think so too. The reason why we, we created that, because um, obviously
0: uh, Regina and TPC have similar formats, but Autumn Open and Heritage mm-hmm. have different formats, and then so the Tour Championship, kind of wanted to bring back the old school TSN and that's what we all grew up with, watching on TV and everything mm-hmm. else, right? And then uh, and the format was different. And for me, even playing that type of format, it's every ball that you yeah. throw is important. Yeah, yeah I know, you, you obviously every ball in any game is important, but you punch a head, head pin, you can run a three or four bagger yeah. and you can come make it come back. But if you punch a head pin and lose the frame, that puts a lot more pressure on you. Mm-hmm. And you can win a frame with a pin. So it, it kind of creates that different dynamic that every single ball is very important. Yeah. And if you do end up getting tied, then as obviously that came down to the wire in the, in the final <laughs> in the there. Final. Yes. Yeah. So if you do end up tied, pinfall is a huge thing. So it right. kind of can bring down to it, right? Well,
1: it, you know, it, my match against tie. Um, I think I missed three single-pin spares in there, but uh, there was one where I, I, I think he ended up plowing... Um Ninth frame? 8th frame? ninth frame? Uh, he ended up plowing, uh, taking his wood, and I just knowing in that moment, I, I just need a mark to, to really solidify my, my chance in this match. And uh, I go up there, I think I got a 12 count, and then I go miss the single pin. Now all of a sudden, the pressure on picking 15 to make a carryover um, is, is massive on my end, but now all of a sudden, Ty's got a chance, right? Because he put the work in and cleaned up that head pin. Right, so it, it just brings options, and I, I think that's why you, you don't see players get too far down in those matches. Where uh, in, in any of our our tour, you know, the individual singles matches, people get pretty frustrated with with the headpin. Uh, here, you know, you have to be focused on those next two balls.
0: Yeah, you can't just frustratingly yeah. get rid of those balls and move f- on to f- the next.
1: Fifteen time. can win a match. Right? You still 15 got a chance wins Frame, and all of a
0: sudden you win a match out of it, right? It's well, yeah, it was like. With, especially with you and Tyler, mm-hmm. it was like, Tyler was up three, like early, and then and then you punched in the fourth. Correct. And he didn't clean it up. Yeah. And that gave you your first frame. I'm like, he cleans it up, starts another carryover. You yeah. could have been
1: done after five. Oh, I, I could have went, you know, Carrie or Tim, right? I, uh, that nine nine zero oh, nine one type thing, right? So yeah. very, very easily could have happened.
0: Yeah, so it was crazy how at the beginning you both threw strikes he won the first carry carry-out, you missed your corner you won the first carry you had a head pin and then yeah. then then the next head pin and then you clean it up and he ended up not cleaning it up to take his frame and then I believe you won the next two after that. So all of a sudden, yeah. after
1: six, we're three-three. Yep. Yeah. And you're down 3-0, three-zero. It's like holy cow! All of a sudden, that fourth frame comes back, right? Uh, yeah, I, I plowed, clean up the head pin. Uh, he plows, and uh, if I remember correctly, his third ball was inside, and and still uh, just you know skirted around the the, the two pin. But yeah, it, it's a, a momentum-changing uh, possibility, and that's why you don't see guys get down. And part of it too
0: is like after you miss the corner in the second frame. I'm like, oh, we stuck really bad, and we talked about this yes, in the post-match yeah. inter- interview. But Gino's like, no, we slipped, and then we actually found out you slipped a bit. So, what was your mindset like? Because whenever we stick or slip, that's up up here all, all the time for yeah. all of us. And you, you're trying to trying to not let that bother you after that happened. Like, what 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 was your mindset? Because a lot of people want to know because we all have struggles with that, yeah, of right? course. So, what were you thinking like? I know. I know you mentioned you kind of had to fix your shoe a little bit, mm-hmm. but in how do you get it out of your head?
1: Uh yeah, it's just a, how do you get that out of the mind? And uh, obviously, I had a real difficult time because uh, I ended up missing two more single spares, you know, single pin spares after that moment as well. And uh, it, it, it's probably one of the biggest things that, that we've got as a challenge. Is if you're not comfortable. Uh, in this game, it's tough to execute the next shot, so I uh, definitely had some, some slip issues. Uh, that I, I, I thought my slider was in okay shape um, and I, I tried a couple other sliders uh, through in practice and it just nothing felt comfortable, so I ended up just getting the wire brush, uh, you know, brushed it up there just so I could have a bit more of a consistent slide. Um, but I, I learned a lot from that that slip as well. Um, I I knew my my feet were a little too quick or my first step was a little too quick so my slide was actually a little too long. So uh, it it did help even though I ended up losing a a couple frames there for it. But um, to to physically get that out of the mind is borderline impossible. Um, Next single pin spare, I I think if you go out there and you pick the next spare, uh, you know, execute the normal shot, I I think it's gone Uh, after I missed the second one kind of compounds now a little Now it, it compounds, and uh, now all of a sudden, the, you're coming to, into uh, a third shot, because I had that, that chop off again, or uh, uh, the 12 count, and, and go up there, and now it's it's literally playing on your mind. Like, just don't miss this the same. Or you're changing something that maybe you didn't need to be changed. You're, you're changing a line. You're changing a speed. Um, and, and now all of a sudden, you go up there, and you miss again. I'm like, what, what is going on? I, 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 at that point, my, I, I was mentally drained. Yeah, you're kind uh, of confused. To, trying, and... to, extremely confused, right? Um, but uh, again, it, it's a format that after each frame, it's that, that frame's gone. right? And, and you're allowed to reset going into the next frame. So coming into 10, um, I, I didn't think about that last shot. That frame's over. Right, I have that that complete mental reset going into into ten, and I think that's the benefit of the format. That's why I love the format.
0: I'm just gonna say that I'm like the yeah. format, kind of is conducive of itself. Yeah, it it allows you to forget about those frames and to move on. I mean, if you open a frame and you count five on a double and you're playing and your opponent's tight and it's all about score, then mm-hmm. that's a huge big loss of points there. Correct. But when you're tight in a game, you lose one frame. You know what? It's gone. Correct. And then obviously, if you tie, the pinball is going to come into play, but that's not what you're thinking about. You want to win all your frames exactly. you can. Exactly. And that's an awesome job of like just being able to remember that and shut that down.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and I, in that same game against Ty, I had that, uh, I think I had a double in, in five and six and really had a, a chance to, to take control of that match. And uh, I, I honestly I, I thought it threw the best ball of, of the match. Uh, right pocket uh, exactly where I wanted the I speed was it. good it just buries right through so now after missing the first single pin spare uh, now you're having to come up and, and try to take this second one after you feel like you just got roasted and uh, to have that same mental reset it, it it's, it's virtually impossible right so you just go to go back to your routine you go up there you take a look at your spot you go through the motions like you normally would and then nine times out of ten it, Tour players probably end up picking that spare. It's uh, of course I didn't, and uh, that that match got really close again, right? So um, yeah, uh, real real difficult.
0: Yeah, uh, it was crazy that that match. And yeah, we keep focusing on the first match, but that was uh, it to me like I always say when you win a tournament you got to get lucky somewhere <laughs> like anybody who's won a tournament it sure. has a 630 to 600 match yeah. or they won that 180 to 170 game yeah. or whatever it would be and then I kind of feel like for you that was and you're playing tyler he doesn't yeah. give you many opportunities Zero. and you're down three nothing like Correct. anybody who's probably pretty scared and yeah. then you kind of then you punched and you cleaned it up and you you battled through adversity and you had to a few mistakes, and, but then in the end, you did what
1: you had to do. And you, you got it done. So yeah, Sometimes you just need something just to kind of give you some steam, right? And uh, just kind of kickstart a tournament. And it, like I said, it, it happens in, in pretty much every championship. Uh, there's one moment that you can always look back on um, that, yeah, it, it, if that doesn't happen, I'm not here. A um, c- couple years back uh, in uh, open qualifying here in Edmonton, um, there's uh, Chris Hislop ends up uh, missing a, a, a pin or uh, side si- whatever it was, I, but I end up getting into that third spot uh, in the provincials by two pins. Uh, then go run run the table, right? It's uh, if that doesn't happen. I don't get there. Uh, it's the,
0: almost like that feeling of like, weird. all right, I'm, I'm free now. Uh, like, uh, I have an easy. No, no, like, you're, you're playing, I wasn't supposed
1: to be here. Well, you're playing with house money. Yeah, right. And, and uh, the same thing happened this year with uh, Gino. Uh, Gino had did something in that I, I've never seen him do. He needed to clean up a, a, a side. Uh, his last ball, he picks a two pin. We tie. We go play again picks a three pin I'm done he goes misses them both like it, it, it there's scenarios that you're just not supposed to see and then I, I take that very seriously that okay I'm gonna go run and now I'm I'm kind of playing for Gino at a national level as well right so obviously you know being able to to, to get through matches with Tim was 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 lucky uh, but now once I get to that national level I, I got that moment kind of on my shoulder, right? I'm kind of doing it for both. So
0: yeah, you kind of feel like uh, not a freebie, but hey, you're gifted yeah. a little bit here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> absolutely, and, I, I, and hey, you want you want to you want to make them proud, right? Exactly. You want to like you want to you win it because you're given that opportunity. Correct.
1: Yeah. Okay, like I said, it's all about motivation, right? That little bit of tidbit gives you that extra little motivation. Run with it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Okay, I wanted to. I want to talk about the little bit of the mental side of the game. Because I always hear this, oh, we got to work on our mental game. And we got to do this for our mental game. And what is that to you? What does that mean? Because I'm, yeah. oh, we're working on it. But I never actually hear anybody saying what that actually is. So when, when,
1: when you say you work on your mental game, or if you do, yeah. what do you actually do? Do you Yeah, what do you do? Hey, you know what? I, I think the mental game is very subjective. I think it's very individual. Depends on the person. Uh, exactly, executes, right? and, and quite frankly, I think the the first part of it is is that routine, right? So the, the the mental side is just getting comfortable, because if you're not comfortable, then you're all over the place. You're frazzled. You're, you're not going to be able to execute. Um, so I think that routine is kind of the the base uh, of any type of mental game and. Uh, yeah, I don't really think there is like a, a specific you know definition of mental game. Um, for for myself, um, uh, I'll, I'll go into uh, like a practice session, um, and but I'll, I'll go in with a purpose. I'll go in with a goal.
0: That's what I was going to ask you.
1: It, like, it, it, you get in there and it, you just want to throw the same type of shot. Or if, if it doesn't feel right, okay, are you going to change something in that moment? Are, are you mentally prepared to make a change in that moment? Uh, it, we, we discuss it on the podcast every once in a while. Is uh, you know, the, are in, in that moment where all of a sudden you're struggling, are you willing to take a mental approach and change uh, that uh, whatever the ball or, or the line or are you mentally ready to, to, to go down that path because it, it might end terribly
0: yeah because right? like
1: for, for me for example like you can make a mental change uh, you can make
0: a physical change or whatever that be are you ready to do that mm-hmm. and are you committed to doing that? is a big thing too because if you're going to change or try something different you have to
1: be committed Correct. to it too right again it's that mental preparation that you know I've got this shot in the bag I, I've tried it in practice because it's real tough to try it in in that type of format without at least having an idea what's going to happen right um, but yeah no that 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 mental side, and, and honestly, I think the biggest change over the last three years for myself is uh, the the big mental side of it. Uh, I I made sure I became a much more positive person. Um, I I, t- I tried to take the negativity out of every shot. Um, so is that like thinking more of uh,
0: thinking as over positive results as opposed to like let's get a strike or I need to finish my shot as exactly. opposed to don't get ahead. Thing. Exactly is that kind of the mindset. I-
1: exactly, uh, you, you don't have to think that uh if i miss the middle here i might miss the game okay better hit the head pin right uh, well if you do that you're probably just going to push it towards the head pin, head pin. You're, you're not going to focus on executing the shot right and, and uh, just just the positive self-talk um you're, you're never too far down on yourself going up there because uh, you know the uh the the shoulders aren't always shrugged right like you, you're up there you're confident and uh, when you you get up there and you set uh, for, for that shot that you really need. You need that strike in order to, to save this game or uh, to move on to the next round. All of a sudden, uh, your positive thought, thinking uh, alone might carry th- you through at least to execute that shot properly.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of like an old SNL character, Stuart Smalley. Oh, jeez. You're good enough, you're <laughs> smart enough, and <laughs> gosh darn it, people like you, right? <laughs> but that's the thing. You have to tell yourself that. And when you're down and and when you're in, and that's what people need to realize is when you're in, you need to think about your mental game when you're in a positive experience mm-hmm. and when you're in a negative experience because there's two different mindsets. And when you're in a struggling experience, you can, you can relate back to, mm-hmm. okay, when I was playing well, what was I thinking? Like how was it, was it being positive? What was I telling myself? And then when you're in the negative factor, okay, this is what I'm telling myself right now mm-hmm. and it's not working. Obviously I know need to go back to that positive one, right? Yeah. So that's what I think people have a tough time struggling with, and to be able to recognize those situations as well.
1: well that's, that's the experience factor, really. Um, and uh, I, I've lived both sides of it. I, I've been an extremely negative bowler. Um, every ball means absolutely everything. If, if I don't execute this shot, I'm, I'm mentally done for probably a game, if not longer. Uh, that's one thing you'll see about the, the tour players is that they're able to get over that within two or three frames. Um, the 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 longer it fester's in your mind, uh, the longer it fester's in your game. Uh, all of a sudden, you, you might miss a cut, like it, it, just because of that mental lapse, right? Um, so there the, there is some mental strength uh, that the experience just just kind of naturally brings out as well. Um, uh, but I think it's very subjective to an individual. Uh, and, and like I said, the, the positivity change uh, I've, I've seen. That obviously grow my game exponentially these last three, four years, uh, and, and that I, I will have to give a shout out to to Mike Lacousier uh, for for that. Uh, he really drove that home, um, and uh, it, I, I finally had somebody get it through to me. Because uh, uh, lots of lots of mentors, lots of uh, people have, have tried, um, and now, quite frankly, that's my goal is to to help. You know, relay that message to to, to the masses. It, it, it's so huge. It really yeah. Is.
0: Well, kudos to you for finding Mike too, because, yeah. it, like for me, I wouldn't have thought that would have been a combo playing over the years, yeah. and I wouldn't <laughs> think you and Mike imbi- you and Mike would have been the the good combo. But um, Mike's a very instructive guy. He understands sporting in in all levels of sports, and in, from what I've seen, from what you guys did, I'm kind of pissed up myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mike, Mike moved to Calgary. Like, yeah, why didn't I take advantage Mike of this?
1: Mike actually reached out to me. Um, really? Uh, I ended up at, uh, at Nationals. Uh, I guess it was Regina. I want to say 2017-ish, 18-ish. Uh, no, no, it would have been earlier. 16, I guess. And uh, I really struggled. Uh, mentally, I wasn't there. I, I got really down on myself throughout the whole thing. Things, Things just weren't happening the way I kind of foresaw it happening uh, we played uh, uh, Regina Classic there and I was lights out uh, in, in there so I, I went in with the uh, positive vibes I uh, didn't execute and uh, on the, the the flight home um, you know Mike you know offered uh, you know let's get together let's just talk Right, we'll get out on the lanes. We'll we'll see what what's out there, and um, that that kind of spurred the the start of me looking at, at options of improving my game. Uh, so I, I started researching some of uh, some of the, the the mental processes that that make athletes great, um, and and really started to do some more research and. Uh, I think as we get older, we, we start taking things for granted. Yeah, I can attest to and, that. <laughs> and, and, and I definitely was in the game, and uh, I had you know five extremely solid years from like two thousand seven to eleven, and then you know some, what I, I saw, what I thought was kind of the pinnacle of the sport. And then when things aren't at that level for very long, all of a sudden you start looking back, and um, I had to start thinking uh, about looking forward again and and looking to the future and do i still have a a a spot in this sport uh or am i just going to kind of go along the wayside as oh he's flashing the pan he had a good five years and kind of be that guy right um and uh yeah mike (laughs) yeah he just wanted to just to get together and let's just talk it out for, for a bit right and um, he, he he mentally challenged my mind on, on some shots and uh, you know put me in, in spots on on the approach and gave me targets on, on the lane that made absolutely no sense and said go throw a strike don't stop until you throw a strike and, and just a, a different mental approach uh, but yeah no he uh yeah, he, he really drove the positivity side into me. Um, uh, we, we, we changed my game uh, a little bit. Um, I know you came down on your speed a little bit, I uh, think, A, a I little really. while I'm getting old. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's a natural uh, it, it has no <laughs> choice. Uh, but I, I started coming in more from up the gut uh, to from the right side, and, and really f- more focused on the role side of it rather than uh, just pure power. This power gets you through uh, a lot, especially in our game nowadays, uh, but uh, you do need the finger side of it as well if you really want to compete at, at the high level. Uh, so, I, so I really got some, some roll coming in from the right. And now all of a sudden, um, I'm, I'm, I'm cracking strikes, uh, uh, head pins are ducking all over the place, left and right side. Um, so now I've got the speed, uh, which, which is helping me. Now I've got the fingers to go with it. And it's it's a. Pretty powerful combination, and uh, uh, we're starting to see it kind of go away uh, a little bit now with the synthetics. Uh, uh, I, I think the the fingers were, were more important with the wood leans. I
0: know that's something that I struggle with yeah. is the
1: fingers, and I, the wood helped me with that. It, it, it an just it naturally in the game, does, right? right? It just grabs that little bit more. So uh, I, I think you know the, the the sports going to the the synthetics uh, across the board. It, it from a financial standpoint of the businesses, y- you have to. Um, but uh, as bowling community, we've got to figure out ways to to improve our individual games to to allow for that because the, the the pins don't react the same, the lanes don't react the same. Uh, it, it's you know most of the proprietors that are out there are, are you know very meticulous in, in getting these lanes in, in conditions that are very scoreable. Um, but if you're not throwing the right ball at it, it really does not matter.
0: Yeah, I can attest to that. I think uh, it's a power game a little bit more than it used to be, and the, with the with the losing the wood lanes and you don't like for a guy like myself at a medium speed ball i rely a lot of that back end movement mm-hmm. and then with the transition to synthetic it's a it's it's just the evolving type of the sport right you mm-hmm. have to you have to move it's like baseball yeah it's any sport you have to evolve with the conditions and evolve with the technology and everything Correct. else so that's something that i work on too is where I'm trying to work on is adjusting to the synthetic lanes, mm-hmm. because I relied a lot on, on fingers and finesse. Mm-hmm. So to people out there, the game keeps changing. <laughs> so so figure it out, or find a yeah. way to figure it out, and you got to get out there and hit the lanes. And yeah. and for me personally, I took that for granted, because I'm playing well for so long, and then I don't have to practice anymore, and right? I don't have to work on this, because I'm good. Well, eventually, you get old, and <laughs> you, you kind of lose a little bit, and then that's the way it happens. So. If you think, and I, I even said this recently, as I, th- I think I said this on the, the 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 WCBT commentary. So, if you think you've figured this out, then you're never going <laughs> to succeed again. I agree. And it's the same with a golfer, a bowler, any other sport. If you think you've figured it out, you we can always keep learning and keep mm-hmm. growing and keep. Figuring things out. So if you think you figured it out, you're never going to succeed again.
1: Well, and the one thing again isn't you know track back to, to the mental side of it is uh, the one thing I, I haven't played around with, and, and I, I just kind of you know talked to the podcast guys about is uh, I, I want to work on maybe trying that mental imagery. And because uh, I, I truly believe that I've got a, a level or two left in, in my game uh, uh, to, to grow and, and to, to really get that focus and I think that's what the the, the mental imagery could probably do for my game um, I, I did a little bit of research on it I, I wasn't too again, impre- like, I, what is wasn't, wasn't too impressed with, with uh, some of the the, the thought process it just again uh, just kind of go back to with um, a conversation with Mike that they haven't been able to get that through my head. Right. So I, I I need that one person who maybe has had success with the mental imagery. Um and uh how they connected to, to, to that side of, of the game. Uh and see if they can, you know, relay that to, to myself and uh you know, just play around with it a little bit. So it seems to me like
0: I'll be honest here,
1: it seems to me like you're a
0: step above everybody else in the game right now. Um But also, having this conversation, realize that you're doing the things that are needed in order to be like that. Mm -hmm. But what I also appreciate is you're not done. You're keeping on learning. and, And in my opinion, I think you are the best in the game right now, and it seems to me like you're taking the steps in order to be that guy. Well, you got to be you?
1: proactive too, right? So, like I said, if you get stagnant in this game and, and you start taking things for granted, um, so are you still working on stuff when you're winning?
0: You yeah. win a tournament, you're y- still y- you're still you learning, you're still
1: yeah, uh, or at least keep that uh, or remembering that, yeah. uh, your thought process or. Well, there there there's certain things that are you know in game that I'm always kind of thinking. Just to, again, the positivity side of it, or uh, if I'm on the uh, on the approach, uh, there's there's certain little like. Key words that I'm always kind of telling myself. Yeah. So when
0: you're on the approach, is there like a, a saying or something you
1: tell yourself? One, two, three. Yeah.
0: You're thinking about a song, or? Well, I
1: definitely don't have music going on because uh, I'd be yeah. all over the place. But yeah. uh, no, it, it's usually uh, you know I'll get uh, into that mode. I, if I'm playing really well, all of a sudden you'll you'll see the the shoulders do some weird stuff, and you'll see like the 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 arm and. It just happens naturally. I'm not trying to force that into it. It just happens. It's, it's just, me getting into zone. It, it, I, I can't explain it. Uh, but once I've done all that and I'm getting ready to go, I'm always keen on my feet. Um, it has something to, to do with either a you know, good first step or uh, good feet, like a you know, good momentum, like so, something just positive and something to key on. And, and for me, it, it's the very next step. Um, so I've, I've got through my routine. I'm about to take that first step. That's the th- the only thought is that next step because you start thinking three or four steps down to that that one ball. All of a sudden, you forget about step one, right? So I, I know if if I key on my feet and I've got that first good step, everything typically kind of you know goes through on the execution side of it. That makes a lot of sense. Like. Because we all have our trigger things or uh, things to think about or yeah. not
0: think about. Again, or it's routine,
1: right? Uh, everything will always come back to routine. It doesn't matter if it's five pin bowling. It, it doesn't matter if it's golf. It, I'm sure hockey guys have, and I know baseball guys A- have, it, like beer pong. E- everybody, you guys, got their routine
0: playing beer pong, right?
1: right. <laughs> like just Corn, cornhole, right? Like, cornhole, right? yeah. Maybe we can get this on the ocho. Yeah, right? <laughs> ocho, that's for you. <laughs>
0: Okay, we want to talk about the the finals and the match progression of yeah. uh, how that went. Obviously, we talked about you playing Tyler, and then uh, your second match was against Tyler's brother, yeah. the the Tour Championship, t- Tour Champion from the first year. Correct. So, what's your thoughts going against Tyler well, or hey, Bradley?
1: Sorry. But what 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 a completely different. Match like they're 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 so different, right? Like tie's, you know very quiet, you know Brad can be very loud. You know try to get that side. So uh, I, I've had quite a few matches against Brad, uh, more single type matches in league and stuff like that. Um, Got off to a really hot start against Brad, um, so that that really helped. Uh, I'm notorious for kind of slow starts and then finding the game and going. Uh, very similar to the, to the match against Ty. Uh This one here, I finally got off to a good start, so now all of a sudden your your confidence level just goes through the roof. And uh, yeah, I think that match uh, is done, about seventh eighth frame type thing. And um, you know Brad got a couple, you know, back at the end, and then. Uh, yeah, then, then, you know playing mad in the in the final, and quite honestly, I, I don't think I've other than you know the autumn open sixteens, I don't think I've played like a match match against him. Uh, you know, maybe maybe an open nationals or something along those lines. Uh, but the like the guy was flying hot all day. And yeah, I think he started with. Two or three it, in a row, every it, game every or single the six game. Six the right? one. Game. So, uh, you know, going into that match, I, I, I knew you know you're going up against a opponent that, that, that's flying, and uh, you know, the, to get up to, to a hot start is, is extremely important. And then I think I, you know, I went to, to open to the first three frames again. So, so now all of a sudden I'm battling mentally to to, to get going, and um, uh, yeah, that, that match was was phenomenal. It uh, back and forth. Uh, every couple frames, uh, nobody really wanted to take the match, and I think that's you know the the again the format, uh, and the, it happens to be the finals of a format, so you, there's a lot uh, a lot more pressure on, and uh, you go up there, you really want that double, you really want that triple, and you go up there, you push the ball and you plow, and then open up for for the other guy and. Uh, yeah, just so, such a, a fun match to be a part of, but extremely stressful. At
0: it's the same probably got to be tough
1: playing a guy like
0: Matt Harms. He's very <laughs> uh, like even keel. He doesn't show a lot of emotion either Correct. way, and he just kind of just goes out there and does his thing. And we were talking about that on commentary. Yeah. He
1: just kind of free wheels and yeah. away he goes. So it's and, like, and if he's on, he's throwing nothing but strikes. Right there, there, there is no no off switch for for the guy when when he's running hot. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, real, real fortunate to, to, to come through that match. Uh, you know, I, I had the option to, to go first or second in that match, which um, I, I think I felt my heart racing. Uh, at, at the time, so I, I kind of wanted to, to, to let it settle down just a little bit. So, so I uh, let Matt throw first. Uh, of course, he throws a strike at me. So now my heart's running, running even even further. That's a
0: tough decision to make. It, it, right? it, it's
1: tough. Uh, I, I'm I'm typically a guy that likes to 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 start, and I want the shot in my my possession to to finish. Um, to, to to come through in that moment type thing, uh, uh, that's usually my preference, um, or, or or maybe a progression of left lane, right lane, left lane, right, mm-hmm. right lane type thing, right? So kind of depends how I'm feeling in, in the moment, and um, yeah, so so I let him let him start. Uh, he he comes out uh, with the, with the big strike, and then I think he opened second frame. Uh, then I think I threw a strike, so now it he just tell that that match is going to be kind of a back and forth until somebody takes control and and nobody really took control of that match
0: yeah like you got a frame ahead and then it was one 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 and then you got ahead and then he went and then you both threw strikes or whatever and then he won the next uh, yeah I think think
1: we both threw through a couple doubles uh kind of really important doubles in the time and then just couldn't get the third strike and uh, again, they, you throw that third ball, and all of a sudden, now you take control. You take control of all the pinfall, which is the, the big kicker in this. Uh, you know, you get into a 5-5 scenario, all of a sudden, well, that extra triples is the 30 pins you need to, to win that match. And, you know, it did come down to the ninth and tenth frames, and um, I, I knew going into uh, the ninth frame, um, having the chance to to go bang out nine ten, uh, a real good chance. I, I win the last couple frames and pinfalls probably in my possession at that point. Uh, it, you know, Matt had a strike in nine, uh, so we so had the opportunity to to basically match uh, in, in whatever I did. So um, again, super key ball, get up there and plow. And uh, it, it's such a letdown. But again, that that format allows you to reset after that frame and then go into the tenth frame and put up something solid. So, uh, you know, mentally, I know going into the tenth frame, I, I've got to throw a double at the kid uh, to to really put some pressure on. Uh number 1 I'm down a frame so I have to win the 10th frame. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, like at your point like a double or nothing. Like it, you have it, to it get a, has a 30 to.
0: count isn't going to do you good because it you'll probably end up tying you the frame. A-
1: and, and I was down pinfall in that moment as well, right? So all of a sudden, you know, you allow him to to go spare strike um and, and he wins the match anyways, right? So 30 counts just not not good enough in, in the 10th and uh through a couple just incredible shots, uh, re- really really focused balls. Uh, it, and then, unfortunately, it was a bit of a letdown because I knew I needed the double rather than needing the triple. Um, so the third ball, it, it's not quite the same process. It's funny process. how the mind comes uh, into play it, a little bit with weird. that, right? I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: The one day I was like, I need a 350 and I got it. I'm like, why did you yeah. say 360? That exactly. would have done it. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you you're you're yourself short a little yeah. there. Uh, so so through yeah. through the
1: double, uh, and w- which I knew was key um, to to at least win that frame. Uh, or at least force him to throw a double to win that frame. Um, and then as, uh, as it turned out, uh, you know, he, he ends up missing the middle uh, on his first ball. Um, at, at that point, I knew worst case scenario was a tie. Um, just the way it was, he he throws the first ball uh, in ten, he throws the first strike in ten, uh, and all of a sudden he's got the double working, he's got the pin count working, um, it really is irrelevant uh, that, that he loses that frame now, now he's, he's got all that, right, so uh, yeah, he misses the middle, uh, yeah, worst case scenario is a tie uh, yeah, he throws a strike. It was a tie. It, yeah, yeah. In the last ball, yeah. so so he spares, uh, goes out there, misses spares, uh, has a strike to tie for, uh, for for the overall score as well. And at the time, uh, I had no clue what uh, what what the format was. Uh, if it was another game, if it was two frames, one ball. Um, there, there was a lot of kind of confusion. Maybe we, a little it, bit it, with that, us that too, going to be honest. <laughs> well, I, everybody's just looking around. Because we didn't. Uh, what, what, what happens, right? Yeah. So uh, again, at that moment, I, I'm still in the match, right? So yes, I, I know where where the scenario is now. Uh, but I've got to be mentally prepared to get into whatever this this. Bonus format is. Um, so you're
0: already switching gears they, and potentially you start looking around out.
1: and say, okay, you're still in this match. Go focus again, right? So then you get down and, and uh, really start focusing and getting back into you know the routine side of it again to get mentally ready for whatever's going to be thrown my way uh, in, in a tie scenario. Uh, and then yeah, Matt unfortunately you know punched for, for, for him and uh, yeah, and that's all she wrote.
0: Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, th- I would. I. I honestly think. I, like, I'd like to pick Matt's brain and, yeah. like, I'd like to know what he's thinking. Is he? Is he nervous? Is
1: he excited? Is he? <laughs>
0: what's he thinking in that situation? I'd like oh, to pick his brain. There, there's a lot of
1: pressure in that ball, right? And uh, anybody who's who's had uh, an opportunity to throw that ball in a big moment knows that the heart is flying. Like the heart's racing. Uh, you're just trying to keep it together to to you know throw a, a, a relatively decent shot. Uh, but a lot of people are like, well, just make sure you hit the head pin, right? So, again, your mental process changed. Your thought process changed. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I've had, a f- I've definitely had a few more shots than, than, than most in, in that moment. And uh, having that, that experience to, to know just go back to routine um, in that moment, all of a sudden you start feeling the, the heart stop a little bit. And uh, all of a sudden, you can just go out there and execute. It doesn't always work out. But at least you know you threw a better ball than just push it at the head pin.
0: Yeah, because we've all, I've always seen, I've, I've, I've thrown the shot and I've not thrown the shot. Yeah. But at least you have experiences that you can rely on that, hey, when I did throw the shot, what was my mindset? And what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And how was I acting? And all these other things that you can pull the experience from that yeah. probably helped you in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Pretty cool to see, it was pretty <laughs> exciting. Like <clears throat> First few matches go by, and they're all blowouts, and I'm like, oh. But then as it, the tournament progressed, they're all really close matches, and it was it was way more exciting,
1: and it was pretty cool to see. Even the early matches, Well, though, they're all carryovers. They're all carryovers, right? So they're, they're still excited matches, but yeah, pure blowouts. and.
0: I'm always like, I don't want to be in a carryover, but <laughs> you want to be in part of a winning carryover Correct. as well. Right. So it's a tough one.
1: <laughs> well, especially you know the, this whole experience, uh, you know last year's experience, uh, I end up having to play Mitch. Uh, you know my first first round out, so um, I got tremendous respect for for Mitch's game, especially. Uh, and then having to come out there and knowing that I, my my A game has to be there I- immediately. And uh, again, come out extremely flat, and uh, Mitch is flying to start again, and uh, then a couple of bad breaks, and just mentally I'm done so uh, to be able to come back uh, the next year use that experience um, try, try to figure out what what other changes I, I could have done um, I, I know one big change uh, for myself is uh, I, I didn't respect the oil uh, out there uh, and uh, in the previous year uh, my, my shot w- would slip out quite often right you're, you're in the moment you're under the lights you got that extra little sweat going on the fingers um, so I ended up uh, bringing uh, a puffball Uh, just just kind of keep the 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 dryness so uh, this you know year's uh, championship I was able to at least finish a shot rather than again you're trying to push a ball to the middle rather than finish a shot so you know try to eliminate you know that that extra factor well it gives you your natural ability as opposed to trying to hold on to
0: the ball really we see
1: it all the time at at national events and all of a sudden humidity kicks in and uh, people just aren't prepared for it and that's honestly why a lot of scores you know start dropping day two, day three and uh, you just can't throw the shot. So, you know, fi- find a way to, to eliminate or, or minimize uh some, some of those issues.
0: What's a lot of the things is remembering some of the struggles you've had and mm-hmm. some of the issues you've had over the past and like doing some things to try to fix it. Yeah. I mean it ain't always gonna work, but yeah. hey, it, it could be just having a towel to wipe your ball off instead of just using an oily ball or, or using a puff ball or yeah. a, Something on your shoe or whatever it may be, so that just shows that you learn from experiences and remember those experiences, good or bad, mm-hmm. because you can. If you have a positive experience,
1: remember what you're thinking, and you have a negative experience. Well, what what did I didn't do in that situation? I always try to take a positive even out of those negative scenarios, right? It's hey, you're not going to win every match. Does it, it's it's not going to happen? Uh, but if you're in that 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 good match scenario. Uh, remember the two or three really good shots in that moment and and really try to key on that and and use it to to focus on the future
0: obviously now we're we're moving forward and uh, we're looking forward to next season Mm -hmm. uh, the 2019 2020 season Uh, what are you looking forward to on the season obviously know that uh, (laughs) you can't play the TPC so how does that kind of play into this year business as usual I would assume or
1: well, hey, unfortunately, I love the event too, the TPC, but uh, you know, missing it for for a good reason. Uh, heading down with uh, head down to Mexico with uh, my son for a, a a tournament down there for soccer, and um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna miss it. But it, other than that, yeah, status quo. Um, I'm definitely gonna make it down to the autumn uh, right away. Uh, hope to do well there. Um, I'm sure I'll end up playing uh, Regina and uh, Red Deer as well. Um, and then really have to focus on making sure those those events really count for for the WCBT points. Uh, definitely want to make it back. Uh, obviously, to, obviously do to the Tour Championship. Uh, so that's definitely the forward thinking, you know, side of it. Uh, the the, the goal making side of it. Uh, I, I truly want to make it back and you know try to defend this title and um obviously do well uh uh at the autumn uh autumn's my probably my, my favorite baby, tournament yeah. of, of, of all and uh, i just love the format i love the 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 16s uh, factor of it and you know the battle of attrition side of it so uh and quite frankly i'm, I'm still chasing bruce so uh i've got that that motivation side of it still kind of kicking around there Uh, So really hoping that uh, that I can you know perform well there and uh, then uh, hopefully you know the Open. uh, So uh, you're doing Open and
0: Masters. Yeah, I'll do
1: Open. I'll I'll play Masters. Hopefully qualify there and uh, yeah for the Open I got to get back and try to.
0: You got to. I, I, I got to, to defend, try to, right? to <laughs> defend. Right,
1: it's uh, uh, the, the hardest thing to do is, is to win a championship. The, the second hardest is to try to defend a championship. So uh, I've had the opportunities to, to, to do both and, and complete both of those, and um, there, there's no better feeling than, than knowing that it's not like a flash in the pan, and um, you know, being able to, to get out there and, and, and win again. So that's what um, I've always said is too is like anybody can win one, correct? But winning two is a more yeah. of accomplishment. And then yeah, it's start start harder. start adding and and yes yeah, just kind of pile on right. So, uh, def- definitely have some 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 personal goals that that I, I want to kind of keep my, my in my my private arsenal there. But um, they, there's definitely a lot to accomplish. So I've I've, I've had uh, quite a run recently. I've I've got uh, I think I've got a few more good years into me here for uh, for things tailspin. So,
0: well, that's the thing, I and mean, it's kind of the theme of this po- or this interview or whatever, right? Is like. As soon as you're stagnant, you're probably not going to succeed. So yeah. you have got to keep growing and keep putting those goals out there and, yeah. and keep keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, so. well, I've had the opportunity to, to, to get on you know the, this whole podcast with Five Pin Universe with uh, uh, Tim and Dex and Carrie and uh, you know having the, the special guests come on every every week and or every couple of weeks and uh, ju- just talking the sport all the time and and just kind of it keeps me engaged in the sport uh even when uh like i'm not playing league this year and uh you know i'll get the practice sessions and obviously the tournaments but you know just discussing you know the things on tour and uh discussing some of the national issues or 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 the the, the, the positives or or anything it it just kind of keeps you engaged and uh it, it allows different. View viewpoints um, that that are out there, not not only within our inner circle here in Edmonton, uh, but but nationally. That uh, you know, j- just the different thought processes of, of some of the, the the guys that are out there, some of the ladies that are out there, and um, you know, we, we've had opportunities to to, to springboard uh, into uh, like the WCBT uh, 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 women's memberships. Uh, that, that have been, you know. Very, yeah, we very just successful. recently that three uh, ladies offer yeah. up
0: free memberships, really. Which,
1: which is phenomenal, right? We we all want to see everything grow, right? And I, I think that that that's why I that maybe that's that's my purpose moving forward, right? I, obviously, I want to keep. Keep playing these events. Uh, I, I'm not a, a, an association type guy. So I, yeah, I was I, gonna say I've like, not really been be involved too in much regard? in the executives and stuff like that. And uh, I, I know my place, and that that's not my place. So. Um, I I, I try to look to other avenues that that I can you know continue to to promote the sport or uh, offer some assistance Uh, you know they if nationals are in town see what I can do to help set up and take down uh, do any of that type of stuff you know having the opportunity with the podcast some of the mentorship uh, uh, opportunities at the, the Tour events, yeah, like the um, Youth club. The, which which and are and phenomenal, right? It's just, I it, it, it think it's amping up the the kind of the professional side of the game. And, and quite frankly, there, there's so many people that just want to see, and bowling succeed and watch this tour succeed. Uh, it, it gives people that that extra drive, and uh, you know, having the opportunity to see some of you know people I, I call true friends in, in this sport doing something that they. You know want to do to try to progress uh, into something well beyond our time in the sport and and watching it grow' it 's kind of like watching a baby grow up right and, you know i 've had the opportunity with with my son, and uh, you, you see it every year there 's something new and innovative and different and uh, every year you guys knock our socks off right there there's something new that that, that drives and it 's phenomenal everybody just wants to see it grow
0: yeah that's awesome and, and thank you for for stepping up and being a part of the podcast and being a part of some of these things and i, I know in the past that you're kind of in the background and you're still playing well and doing your yeah. things but i appreciate you kind of coming into the fold you're part of our game you're the face of our game mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm glad you're a part of it and you have lots of knowledge to share and that's why we're doing things like this in the podcast mm-hmm. and i appreciate that so yeah, so based on that, let's let's segue into some of the some of the rules and changes for this coming season. Sure. So so, bear with me. I'm just going to read off a piece of paper here a little bit. <laughs> so uh, rules changes, uh, rules of note for this year. We're going to uh, so the Tour Championship. In order to qualify, we're going to keep the rule the same. And just so people know, this was not this decision was not taken lightly. Um, Lots of bantering back and forth, lots of arguments, lots of this way and that. We've done surveys on Facebook. So this year, we're going to do two out of four again for the tournaments. So your best two out of four. Uh, in the future, are we're trying to encourage more, more participation. So that might change down the road. But this year, we felt that it was best to do two out of four. Uh, so you can play all four tournaments, but your best two results will qualify. Uh, like I said, this is not taken lightly. We've <laughs> talked about this a lot. <laughs> This is basically what we came up with. So then, obviously require, we want everybody to play two two tournaments, so that's your minimum mm-hmm. on tour, and then your best two out of four will count. I mean, ultimately down the road I'd love to see you just sign up for the tour and however many tournaments you play that counts, you bowl one, four, mm-hmm. two, three, whatever that would count. But yeah. at this point this is kind of where we're at. Uh, our membership is $100 uh, and our associate member is $20. Uh, associate members, what you don't realize is you get, you get information. You get, uh, we have a magazine subscription, which we shared recently. Uh, I wanted to share that because a lot of people don't know that we're doing that because you're not a member. Mm-hmm. Right? So we've done the magazine about three or four times a year. We send that out to hard copies to everybody. So uh, we need more members for that. Being associate helps us pay for a lot of these expenses too. right? So, uh, our Tour Championship posts or Sherwood Park, so Sherwood Bowl in Sherwood Park. So thank you for Heritage Lanes for doing the last uh, three years. Uh, it's kind of just a natural progression. We need somebody else to take it over. So Sherwood Bowl uh, was more than willing to take it over. So thanks to Sherwood Bowl for uh, stepping up and doing that. We really appreciate it. Yeah, phenomenal hosts
1: at, uh, at Red Deer too.
0: Yeah, uh, the, everything was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, they had a kitchen there and a barbecue, Absolutely so we got great. a few things to work out, but
1: uh, <laughs> we'll make it work. Oh, they, they just treated everybody so, so great.
0: Yeah, Shelby and crew, we can't say enough about everything that you've done. I know you'll be there if we ever need you again. Yeah. So uh, just phenomenal job at Heritage Lanes, uh, Shelby Crest and Company, and Mike Tweedy and the rest. So thanks, thanks to you all. Uh, so one thing we're gonna hopefully implement this year, I didn't want to say it for sure, but uh, we're kinda, we anticipate there being 100 members. We were at 82 last year, we've gone up every year. I'm, I'm pretty sure we can hit 100. We're gonna cap the uh, tournament at $15,000. This year it was about $14,000, so we look to increase the prize money $1,000, and then we'll cap it at that. If there's any extra money and revenues, it looks good. Uh, we're still looking at it. We're hopefully doing some travel expenses. For our members, that's pretty cool. So uh, we've had a lot of people reach out. It's we understand that we're trying to get everybody to be involved. So we're hopefully implementing some travel expenses. So if you're Ontario East, it'd be like a four hundred dollar travel expense. Uh, Manitoba would be three hundred. BC and all BC and Saskatchewan would be two hundred. And if you're an Alberta resident, it would be one hundred. Mm. Obviously, it's dependent on where the tour championship is being hosted. If it's in a different province, then that might be changed. But We're hoping this can go through to help increase our membership, give some people that have a lot of travel expenses some extra cash to come in. Uh, One thing we also want to do is, being at the airports relatively close to Shore Park, we're going to offer airport pickups. So if everybody wants to need a ride from the airport, you don't have to rent a car, we'll pick you up. Also, we're just slowly in the process of uh, getting some billets on hand. So, uh, like myself, I'll be willing to billet some people for the Tour Championship and maybe a few others. So, if uh, people want don't want to pay for a hotel, there's your option. You mm-hmm. can stay with a billet and go with those guys. So, we're, we listen to our bowlers. Yeah. We try to we understand it costs money to come to these events, and mm-hmm. definitely we need to have the money to pay for these things. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. with the increased membership and support, and even associate members, we're hoping that we can implement this going forward and. Make more people come out.
1: Uh, excellent idea, uh, especially uh, you know. Recently, we've had the uh, the guys from Ontario, you know, Mitch specifically. Um, Mike yeah, Herbert. Her Herbert, right? It's yeah, uh, you know, having that as an opportunity uh, for for like the Tour Championship to, to, to offer just a few extra hundred dollars to, to, to cover even as one flight type type thing, right? It's uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's invaluable. And it it shows that uh, WCBT cares about those guys, um, that uh, that that we're forward-thinking as well, uh, that we're we're trying to progress all the time, and uh, really put the value for for what we're we're charging for the memberships as well, right? It's uh, there. There there is a value there. Uh, I think there's a huge value. Even the associate members, right? Uh, You're you're still part of of the tour. You know that. Even that twenty dollars, yeah, you're, you're getting a couple little little you know items for it, but you're also supporting the tour. You're supporting the growth of the tour uh, with, with a, a twenty dollar you know donation, essentially, right? So it's there, there. There's a lot that people won't see in the background, and, and uh, the, what you guys are doing here is is phenomenal. And uh, I have the opportunity to to speak with uh, many of those guys every week, so um, it, it's the 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 stuff in the background is invaluable it really is
0: yeah yeah so basically uh, thanks to everyone for yeah absolutely. for the podcast the participation the memberships the the sharing on Facebook we've definitely seen an increase in that we got our episodes out there on Facebook and YouTube now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate the up, the up push from that um, we appreciate the other tours taking on the Newfoundland Bowling Tour the mm-hmm. club tour. I mean, ultimately, if we could have a nationwide tour, I would think that would be the ultimate goal, obviously, with time and money and travel and everything yeah. that's it's a tough thing, but I think that's somewhere we're progressing into, mm-hmm. so maybe that would be a future goal of the w c b t is have a Canadian tour yeah and bring all the tours together. I think that would be ideal um we're getting there, yeah um Gotta people are jumping right? on board we jump through our our fair share of headaches and roadblocks (laughs) and red tape but I think we're progressing in the right way okay that being said I just wanted to introduce our uh, board our board for this year Uh, we just had our AGM back in August after the Tour Championship so our our uh, current president and still president Kerry Kreitz first vice president is myself we've had a change in the second vice president is now Dexter Wiseman Uh, our treasurer is still Blair Tuck Treasurer, stats guy, fantasy guy, whatever you want to awesome. call him. He's, he's the guru. Yep. He, if you need a stat, we'll try to come up with it. Uh, we're trying to look at stats going forward. So we're, we've had a couple talk to a group called Sports Engine. And we're trying to figure out how we can do data compiling and mm-hmm. stats. So look for some things in that regard going forward. Our, treasure, or our secretary, sorry, Jen Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some directors now. So we have a BC director, Matt Eisenhower is our BC director. Our Saskatchewan director is Michael Wist. I haven't quite confirmed with him, but I'm sure he's good to go. <laughs> uh, Manitoba, we're looking for a, a Manitoba director. Just the direct- These directors are just a por- person of contact, uh, somebody who can relay information for us, uh, do's and don'ts, what we're doing well, how can we help the other provinces and that thing. So Manitoba, we're vacant. So we're definitely looking at uh, a director for that. Uh, and we also signed on Tyler Titgat uh, for communications, helping out with helping myself out with magazines and uh, working on uh, the interview today. So Tyler helped me with interview questions for you and helped me with that type of thing. So Tyler's a young kid, obviously in the game, and he's a great uh, addition to our team to help out with that. He's created some of our PDFs and stuff of of late. So thanks for coming aboard, everybody. Uh, and to you, Adam. Thanks for taking the time to come down here. I think we planned on this being 20, 30 <laughs> minutes, but it might have turned into a little longer than that. But uh, yes. thanks for coming by. Uh, I want you're the face of the game right now, and I want you. I want to. People want to know what you're thinking and learn from you and and whatnot. So I appreciate you coming out. I uh, appreciate uh, Tyler helping me with questions. Five Pin Universe has set up all the interview and camera equipment here. Um, so yeah so thanks for uh, thanks for everything
1: oh well, thanks thanks for having me here and uh, uh, I, I definitely see the sport growing in a positive way um, I, I I I can't wait to see how far the WCBT goes uh, I, I think we're we're ready for that big explosion like it it, it we're, we're ready we're close we're, we're it, it's coming
0: yeah I, we want to be on our future goal will be on a back on TSN, CBC, Sportsnet. Yeah, never yeah. had bowling before. Maybe yeah. they are they're new, relatively new
1: to the game. Oh, Maybe they, they all have like fourteen out. channels now, too, right? So it's it, it, I, I would love to see that be kind of the the the, the next progression. Uh, it, until then, uh, I, I really want to see social media blow up. Uh, I want to see you know getting player profiles out there. Um, really promote the players in the sport, um, uh, you know pr- promote the sponsors, you know obtain sponsors. Uh, um, it, it doesn't take a whole lot of money to go a long ways in promoting this tour, for example. Um, you know, having that title sponsor I, I think would be, the, the big step to, to really progressing. So if there, you know, there's people out there that uh, I know have contacts and they're they're just waiting. It, it, I, this tour is about to explode. I, I think so. I can't I mean, wait to see.
0: I mean, we've had lots of talks. Um, we've had an off the cuff conversation with our friends down south in the PBA about having conjunction event. Um, that was a brief conversation. <laughs> um, we're looking at picking up some new sponsors this year. We're in talks right now. So if we can get a few thousand dollars from that. Um so we're always constantly working and maybe sometimes during our day jobs and stuff, <laughs> which almost every day, but uh we're always working, we're always looking for new things and new ideas and new sponsors and and I think we have a product there that mm-hmm. is there. Um Our online presence is huge. Our our numbers and our views and our hits Mm -hmm. are all there. I think we have a really good product. It's just getting getting the stigma about the couch ten pin fat guy bowling, like the the Big Lebowski kind of (laughs) thing. Not that he's not cool, but (laughs) uh, getting that off to the side and like we're a sport. We're, we're here to be a sport. Um, this is not an easy game it's just as hard as any other sport mm-hmm. and that's where we we'll want to be and that's hopefully where we're gonna going be at when
1: this is all said and done No I agree it, It's just a matter of time yep and uh, you know obviously thanks to, to everybody on every, every board across Canada uh, obviously the the ones in Alberta and WCBT that I, I feel a little bit closer to uh, the, the work that you guys are, are putting towards this sport it, it's not going unnoticed. Um the, the whole bowling community is starting to recognize the, the, the efforts that people are doing in the background. Um, they're, they're really starting to share a, a lot of their experiences, uh, where we're seeing you know, uh, meme pages and uh, blogs uh, pop up all over the place, challenge matches all over the place. It's the little things that, that keep progressing our sport. Um, and uh, you know sharing those experiences getting some of those legends back in, in, in getting those those interviews and um, really have an understanding where we were in the past where we're at now and then seeing what that future is going to be and uh, the, you know the WCBT is, is that, that forward-thinking. Uh, I, I can't wait to see where it progresses. Uh, MBT is, is that, that next little fun one, and uh, now we're starting to see you know maybe the potential of an East Coast bowling tour um, type, type of style. So the, the, the game's alive and well. Um, it, it was dying for, for quite some time, and uh, the, the, the presence and, and the efforts of, of the organizations and, and the bowlers within those organizations, because without the bowlers, nothing happens either. Right, So it's having that collective, getting the old stigma out of the way that I'm not good enough to help or I just don't have the time or doing all that. and We're starting to see more and more of, of that community share, the community progression of the sport. And uh, as long as that keeps going, the, the sport literally has no you know, ceiling.
0: kind of seems like people Bullying in the past. Well, I'm busy. I don't want to volunteer for that, or I don't want to do this. But I feel like we've created like this special thing now, yeah. and people wanna. Like, yeah. Hey, how can I help out? I'm getting yeah. all these. I don't have enough jobs for people yeah. to do sometimes, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. So, but, I'm, but, I but like, pe- we're, people
1: are definitely willing to put themselves out there now, and and, and we're, it's we're well, we're starting to see you know e- e- even things that we weren't even thinking, like uh, Tracy Smith on the podcast there uh, a couple weeks ago just had a, a vision. And wanted to to use you know our, our our media to to push a vision out there, and all of a sudden we saw that vision explode in the especially in the, in the female side of the game, and uh, it's little things that add up for for long term gain. So yeah. I've, I I've loved this sport forever. Uh, I will love it forever. I. You know, say I'm going to retire every second year. I'm sure a lot of people would like me to retire. <laughs> um, you're <but> giving <laughs> me a, you're giving me strength right now. <laughs> but 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 it, it, it's good. It, as long as people progress in this game, it, it, the the game's going to go. So uh, obviously, I wouldn't be here without the support of, of a lot of people, uh, a lot of old mentors. Uh, obviously, my my family, um, extended family, like a, uh, the bowling family. It, it's we're yeah we're we're all one. And that's what people have to to realize that uh, we we can all make an individual change that will make that group change, and uh, it all starts at like the low level. So it's
0: we're all in this together. We're brother. all in this together. Yeah.